think the other morning. It doesn't seem that way. It seems like you uh, you bring sufficient <laughs> energy to get the show off the uh, ground. We're having some congratulations. Fun well Thanks, done. Right. Thank Thanks, you. Right. By the way, John, answer your question. Fairfield lost. Mm. So oh, no. for now, the twenty, I believe it's the twenty-six straight year. We will not go uh, twenty-six years. I think I got to give him one of these. Shame, shame. Was it close? Shame. <laughs> we dude, we scored fifty points. <laughs> so no, it was not close. All by, right. the way, by the way, Penn's pretty good. Yeah, they got a shot. Penn's pretty good. I think of of all of them, I think Penn. I think Penn has a chance to win the Ivy. I really do. They're 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 pretty good. That's good. That's good. All right, did, did he, so listen. It's such a thrill to have Ray in. He'll be with us, you know, select Wednesdays as we move through the year. And this is such a good Wednesday to have Ray because free agency starts on Monday, but in many ways it's sort of already started because negotiations have been going on. Uh, the Eagles made a decision Ray yesterday not to franchise anybody. The one that. I guess I'll use the word, I don't want to say controversial, but the one that's the most hotly debated is whether they should have franchised C.J. Gardner-Johnson. It would have been $14 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, raised 71% of people in our poll said the Eagles should franchise C.J. G.J. They did not. Do you think Howie Roseman made a mistake or got this one right? Um, he would have been, to me, the two that uh, that stood out as that, well, first of all, you have to start with the with the understanding that the Eagles don't franchise generally. And the understanding that Hurts is going to get a ton of money. And the understanding that Hurts is going to get paid a ton. Um, I mean, these are all the realities of it. Uh, and they're, they're a team that historically has never really gone the franchise route. So you knew that going in that it was probably unlikely. But if you were actually even going to consider it, uh, the two guys that I would have considered it for would have been Hargrave and Gardner-Johnson. Uh, and at the, at the price point that you would have been able to get Gardner Johnson uh, for at the safety position, I probably would have done it. I probably would have done it. I, I think I think he's he. I knew he was a good player, uh, but the way he um, adapted to being a safety as opposed to a slot corner, uh, I I was I thought he was really good last year. Uh, he was better tackler than I thought, and yeah. I was and I and I wasn't sure. I really wasn't sure how he was going to make the transition to play in a pure safety position. But he was very good uh, and a playmaker. Uh, and for that price point, I certainly would have considered it. So are you surprised that they did not franchise him? I expected them to tag him in order to get a deal done, you know, buy themselves right. some time. And I was surprised that they didn't go that route. How surprised are you? A little bit. A little bit. Because I, I know they don't. And I know they're counting their pennies now because they know what they have to go where they have to go with Jalen. Uh, but I thought they might do what you just suggested, which is, okay, tag him for now, uh, and let's see if we can work something out and, get, and buy yourself a little time. A lot of teams do that. I mean, the Eagles have even done that. I mean, not, yeah. they, they, they will sometimes tag a guy with, without any real desire right. to, to pay the price, price tag, but they just want to put, you know, put a space holder on him. Okay, let's just, let's just, okay, you're our property for at least this period of time. We'll try to negotiate a real contract. We really don't want to do the franchise thing. Nobody really wants to do the franchise thing. It really isn't good for the player or the team, really, when you get right down to it. But sometimes you're stuck in that spot. Um, I and see if they can work. So, Ray, we, Ray and I have been kind of in a tug of war here today on what's fair to expect or what's fair to react to as far like let me put it this way i expect the eagles to lose a bunch of guys mm-hmm. and Rhea's pretty frustrated about it and i get her frustration i too am frustrated but she's kind of holding it against and Rhea, i'm not trying to 
talk for you, but I think you're you're almost holding against Howie if it happens. I am. You, uh, the the notion that just because Howie's been transparent about it doesn't excuse for me him being in this situation and you know wanting the team to remain good. I'm, I'm not saying they have to bring sure. all of them back, but. I'm not giving him a pass just because he's being transparent about it. And and my point, Ray, is, and I'm curious kind of how you weigh in on, on, on this tug of war. My point is, this is just a byproduct of if you had such a great year or two that he did have as GM, do you accumulate this many good players? And so many of them happen to be a free agent at the same time. By the way, you almost won the Super Bowl as a result of accumulating this many good players. Like, I accept that they won't be able to keep a bunch of guys. And I don't say, damn, Howie. I say... It's just the price of doing business. It's the way the cookie crumbles. You get more good players, you lose more good players. Mm-hmm. Where do you come down on that? And how fair is it for fans to be annoyed at Howie if they lose, you know, 75% of these, 60% of these big-time dudes? Well, he has been, uh, I think, to Rhea's point, where she's talking about him being transparent, was his statement uh, at the Combine where he just came out and said, yeah, yeah, we're going to lose. We're, yeah. yeah, we're going to lose everybody. So, <laughs> see you uh, later. And, uh, yeah. and everybody said, "Gee, oh, okay, uh, I guess that's it." And 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 now he's off the hook. Um, I mean, that was, I think, probably smart on his on his behalf that he didn't try to f- create false hope that, hey, listen, we're going to keep this team together, and we're knowing full well that you can't. Right. Um, but I'm. I'm, I'm just looking at the reality of it. I'm looking at the reality of the situation he's facing. I'm looking at his roster. I'm looking at his payroll. And I'm looking at the Jalen Hurts contract that has to be done down the road. And there's just no way you can make those numbers work. I mean, you can you can shuffle some money around, which I think they can do with Slay, which I think they can probably do with Lane, uh, where they can push some money back to the back and, and, and pick up a few extra million here and there. But the idea that Howie's going to be able to shuffle the deck enough to keep this roster intact, it just ain't going to happen. That's just not the reality of the NFL today. Tough spot. Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie, we got the Diddy in studio with us and a lot of calls up ahead. 215-592-9494. Plus, Ray just referenced Darius Slay. What he said on a podcast a couple days ago uh, about Gannon and about his desire to stay, because a lot of people think he should get traded, free up money to then give to Brad Berry or some other players. What Darius Slay said, you'll hear it next. Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie with a packed house and a good house in here today on 94 WIP. Let's talk about my friends at Window Nation. Have you noticed your energy costs have been rising dramatically? Energy prices have increased over 14% since last year. It isn't too late to do something to fix your high energy bills. Beat the spring rush with the last month of off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy, zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. New windows will pay for themselves with the energy savings on your energy bills and will pay nothing for two full years with 0% financing, saving you hundreds of dollars. So go with the window company that has installed nearly 2 million windows, including mine, by installers with over a decade of experience only using top-of-the-line installation materials, which is why 96% of installs require no follow-up service. Call 866 866- 90 Nation, get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. Plus, make no doubt.
Hey, Jetta Cameron here. Let me tell you about my friends and the wonderful people at Family and Company Jewelers in Marlton, New Jersey. For those thinking about getting engaged, and I know that's a lot of people throughout the Delaware Valley, look no further than Family and Company Jewelers right there on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey. By the way, right across the bridge in Jersey, very close to Philadelphia. If you're shopping for that perfect engagement ring, know that Family and Company Jewelers, with the top five-star rating on Google, with over 2,000 reviews, can certainly help you and close the deal for you in this process to get the gal of your dreams the ring of her dreams. Learn all about the ring buying process. Of course, look, they know what you're looking for. They're looking for a great price. You're looking for a great ring. And you're looking to make it, you know, pretty simple and easy to achieve those goals. And they can do it for you at Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. Brought to you by Nas Cancellari. Brandon Graham has been an Eagle for 13 seasons. Many times says he'd like to play his entire career here. Wants to play two more years. Well, that just might happen. Ed Kratz of SI.com says Howie Roseman reportedly working on a two-year deal for Graham that would come in around $6 million per. Sixers going to get a couple days off after their fourth game in seven nights. Turned into a blowout victory at the Timberwolves, 117 to 94, doing it without James Harden. He sat with foot soreness. Joel Embiid, 39 points in 28 minutes. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys, Nas Cancellari, have collected over $500 million for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. NBC10 first alert forecast brought to you by the Warriors for dentists. Sunny, a high of 49. It's currently 36. Issues with sleep apnea? the region's number one source for dental solutions in treating snoring and sleep apnea. Dr. Pastor, online, drpaster.com. To stream 94WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP. Ah, uh, John, your song. It's your song. Great song, man. I told you I bought this album because I returned Thriller. I was so terrified by Thriller when I rode my bike to Kmart with my pennies under my arm. A shoebox full of wrapped pennies under my arm. Bought Thriller, took it home, put it on the record player, and got to the last song, which was Thriller, yeah. which I had never heard, and I was terrified. You got Vincent Price coming on there. You got the the ghosts and goblins in the background, the werewolves howling. I was, I don't know, first grade at the time, second grade, first grade. I was mortified <laughs> so that I returned it. It's it incredible. was too scary. Oh, my God. I returned it on my little bike. Someone call with, you a wuss. Well, I was I was six yeah, or was. seven, and I rode back to Kmart, traded it in, got <laughs> men at work, business as usual, and Down Under became my favorite. And song. there it is. 215-592-9494. When I was young, uh, and I don't know if anyone out there will remember this, I was afraid of, there was a clown. And I think it was a dancing clown on, was it Captain Kangaroo? Yes. That guy scared, not Captain, Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo was great. I agree with you. The clown. I don't remember the clown. Oh. I remember Mr. Green Jeans. You sure it was Captain Kangaroo and not Captain Noah, James? You've brought this up before. I'm not 100% sure. You've brought it up before, so I'm not 100% sure. I mean, you're the one who's afraid of clowns. Yeah, I don't know. Just there was a clown, and it scared the hell out of me. I don't don't find clowns scary. I don't either. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, no, Captain no. Kang, you think Captain Kangaroo and Captain No ever got in a fight there, right? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Congrats. Kangaroo was a network guy. Captain Noah was local. He yeah, was, turns to him and says, "I'm the captain now." <laughs> exactly. He was channel. Yeah. He was channel six. Captain Morgan jumps in there, and they got a battle of captains. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's got a lot of phone calls here in this segment. We're going to get to Darius Slay and what he said about his desire to stay with the Eagles at a time when a lot of fans are saying trade him, and maybe they will. What Slay said about that, we'll get to that coming up shortly. Dimitri's with us. Good morning, Dimitri. Good morning, fellas. How you, ladies, and fellas? How we doing? Doing great, Dimitri. Uh, well, I got a quick Sixers point and a quick Eagles point. Uh, yes, as far as the Sixers, you know, I I understand where you're coming from, Joe. But if we just from the outside, just being objective here, they have all the ingredients of a championship team. They have they have athletic wings, but I think Jimmy Daniels is going to be a very good. Efficiency and top. 10 in defensive efficiency. They have all the makeups of a championship contender. Now, on to my Eagles point. What's going on with me? Because even before the Super Bowl loss, I expected that a lot of these players weren't going to be here. So, to Rhea's point, I understand you're frustrated as well, but I expected it. I expected that a lot of players were not coming back. Well, that was where I was too, Dimitri. And I know John's brought up the point that maybe – I mean, certainly they could have signed some, you know, one or two of these guys during the season. But Howie also felt, and probably in conjunction with Sirianni, that it could, it could have caused damage to that locker room if they chose one guy instead of the other. And I guess we'll never yeah. know. Now we will never know. Feel, it feels like a missed opportunity. Yeah, it Howie really does. operated yeah. in a certain fashion every year prior to this one, where he would re-sign guys in the middle of the season, get them on good deals, lock them up yeah. for extended periods of time. And I understand you got more factors involved here because you know you have to pay Jalen. So maybe that's the biggest factor. He just didn't know how much he would have available, so he didn't want to go there. But he's operating on a different schedule this offseason. Yeah. And I don't know that it is the helpful schedule. I'm worried about that. Here's another thing you didn't know because that goes back to October. You really didn't know where that Saints draft pick was going to come in. I mean, no. you, you, yeah. you knew it could be anywhere between, like, pick four and pick 18, but that's a big difference. It ultimately, it came in at, what, 10? They have the 10th pick, James? Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Demetri, give me a great answer for a crime movie that's not a mob movie. I'm surprised this hasn't been said yet because this both a coming-of-age movie and a crime movie, Boys in the Hood. Yeah, great answer. It's a great answer, man. It's a great, great movie. My God, I still can't believe he gets shot at the end. Oh, Oh, I just gave it away. Well, it's (laughs) 1990 or whatever. It's a a great movie. Let's talk to Mark in Center City. What's up, Mark? Hey, how you guys doing today? So I wanted to talk a little bit about the Phillies with Painter. I think that they – they really need to just be very conservative with them. I mean, he's, he's going to be a guy that, that you're planning on being a one or two for a long time with them. It is a little concerning that there's the, the information that he is or is not coming out, but I think they got to be very conservative with them. As far as the Sixers. I think they are, by the no, way, Mark. I'll just say my, my sense is that's what's happening here. All right, what do you got on the Sixers? No, I, I have no. Um, no emotional attachment anymore. I mean, I'll enjoy it if they make a run, but I have no expectations. I, I know they've been playing well. You know, I do follow them. Uh, I watched the games. I mean, it was surprising that they flew out Minnesota last night. But I just, I still, I'm, I'm not, not going to give them my emotion. But, but what I, what after listening to you guys, what I want to bring up with the sad state of affairs, 
college basketball yeah. in this city. Did Villanova hire the wrong guy? And and before I go, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> sure. You, you got it, Mark. So did Nova hire the wrong guy? The candid answer is I don't know. Uh, they might have, and I think a lot of people are thinking they might have. But I also know this. Jay Wright did not come out of the gates strong when he started at Nova. I, I don't remember all the twists and turns of those early years. I think he might have had that Michael Bradley season as his first year. Oh, wow. Unless okay, that was the yeah. final year of Steve Lapis. I'm not quite sure. But it, it took Jay certainly three or four years to find his stride. Now, yeah, granted, he was without some players. But, yeah, but, but it was a lesser season, program. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he took over a lesser program. I this get was it. a fully developed, yeah. top-of-the-nation program. Absolutely. Year after You're right. Year with all the players to, to brag about. You're right, John. And Kyle Neptune just, man. I know. What a drastic fall off. Listen, you're not wrong. I mean, one of the things is, and I've made this point about Temple before, after Cheney. Mm-hmm. I've made this point about the Phillies after Harry Callis. I've made this point about the Phillies at third base after Mike Schmidt. Replacing a Hall of Famer, like, big drop off. And, and, and I mean, I, you know, and not, not always big. Like, some people are like, oh, they ripped McCarthy. Like, that's not like Tom McCarthy. I think Tom McCarthy does a great job. Yep. But if you expected Tom McCarthy to be Harry Callis, that's on you. That's on you. I mean, the guy that replaces Mike Schmidt ain't going to be as good. That's what makes the unique ones when you actually have Steve Young to step in for, for Joe Montana or uh, Mike Tomlin to step in for Bill Cowher, who steps in for, um, Chuck, for, for Chuck Knoll. Like, th- those are the exceptions, man. So, you know, this might – because, James, you were all bent out of shape on Fran Dunphy. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you know what, James? It can be a lot worse. Yeah. As Turns a out it guy. can be worse. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. I was one of the – I was but with you. But even still, I, yeah. you know, I, Fran, I get it, and you're right, but that's still – tw- James, I think he made the tournament eight out of nine years. Yeah, mm. look, he's better than it's been. You're right, but it doesn't mean that we should accept mediocrity just because no. it's not John Chaney. But it's why John Chaney's a Hall of Famer. Most people aren't. I agree. It's why Jay – like, let me put it this way. Jay Wright's obviously going to make the Hall of Fame, unless he already had. I can't. I, I can't quite remember, but he's obviously. I think he might have. No, I think he has. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he's in. But he's in. just know this: you could go. Villanova could go. Villanova and Temple could both go the next seventy-five years and not have a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, like that. Thanks. Is, That's depressing. Yeah, and by <laughs> and by the way, yeah. Mark this down as a guaranteed fact: if Temple does get a Hall of Fame coach, mm-hmm. that guy will become a Hall of Famer because he moves through Temple and goes to a different program. Yes. Villanova at least has a shot to keep a great coach. It was amazing that Jay Wright stayed for all those years. It was. And his first three years, I mean, he was he was actually decent his first year, 19 and, um, let me say, yeah, 19 and 13, then a couple down years, and then it really began to start around 04. Yeah, when he got Foy and Lowry yeah. and Nardi and, and, and Alan Ray and all those guys. Let's talk to Colin in Washington Township. Hi, Colin. Yeah, what up? Hey, Colin. Hey, so I don't know if this new audience has ever heard about the Decamera Athlon, but you're talking about a 40 <laughs> with Black Ritty. So I think we might have to jumpstart that again. And if I may recommend, oh, Joe, I, I know. By the way, he couldn't, be a thing. And he couldn't beat me in either 40. Let me just put that out there for the record. Oh, well, I think Trust you could. Me. Dude, I'm the guy that had a 40 party in college for what me and my friends knew was going to be the Eagles' last Monday night football game when we were in college. We were juniors in college. They stunk. Ray, this was the um, the three and thirteen year, mm-hmm. and they were gonna. I think it was the game is either the San Fran game or the Dallas game, and like the dude sh- shoots the rocket flare over the remember over the vet. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, and right. so yeah, me yeah. and my that friends. Was, yeah, that was a cowboy. Yeah, and me and my friends 
we knew this because we had enjoyed it for two and a half years up until that point. This is the third year of Monday Night Football and Sunday Night Football. Get together, guys from Philly, we're hanging out in Connecticut, going to Fairfield, and it's like, all right, this is a 40 party. We got a lot of 40s, and we had about six or seven dudes from Philly, and it's like, let's go. Let's drink, and let's watch football. But we knew that was it because they weren't getting a Monday Night game that next year. My point is, okay. so my you point act is like that. That means that you'll beat Black Gritty in a forty race, drinking or running, because you there. had a forty party, drinking or running. You're going to be better. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's easy. Than Gritty is <laughs> yeah. at drinking and running. Yeah, yeah. I you doubt chug it. A 40? I doubt it. No, I want Norman chug a forty. That'd be disgusting. But yeah, yeah that'd be. Got to do what you got to do. Apparently, if you're racing. All right, Colin. I'm sorry. Go ahead, pal. Wow, yeah, I don't even know how to respond to that whole thing, so I'll just give you my recommendation. I know how you think that you uh, are a good tennis player. So that you prove it, you take on John Clark in tennis. He's he a really great good. Idea. Is he? He's great excellent at tennis, yes. Yeah, yeah. John Clark is the tennis com- competitor. <laughs> Sounds right. like a good play. Love how you, you didn't think just you go, beat you beat him well, immediately. I, I want to look into his game. I want to find He's out. got game. Okay, well, I got no. game, too. No. Okay, uh-huh. and they see John okay. Clark, you. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll find out. Colin, give me an answer, man. What uh, what's a crime movie that's not a mafia movie? Um, I would say uh, Wolf of Wall Street. That has yeah. been said. Give me a different answer. Um, yeah, I got nothing. All man. right, buddy. <laughs> Colin, appreciate the call. Twitter poll question of the day. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Routine maintenance to major repairs. Armin Chevrolet Service Center has same day appointments available. Certified service. ArminChevy.com. All right, Ray. Today's question is: How many of the Eagles' three big free agents, and those, of course, are Hargrave, Bradbury, and Gardner Johnson? I mean, not counting Kelsey. He's kind of in his own category. How many of those three do you think the Eagles will, in fact, keep? Zero, one, two, or three. Everyone can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Ray, what would be your gut feeling? How many of those three do they keep? It's uh, Hargrave, Gardner Johnson, and who's the other one? Bradbury. Bradbury. Uh, I don't think any. Oh, wow. What about trading Darius Slay? What what is the likelihood that Darius Slay is on the trade block because of the, you know, point of contention that – you know, he's had some issues with the way things have been run. We know that Matt Patricia, he's not a fan of Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia is in the picture to some degree. Is Slay, if he's unloaded, does it make it more likely that those three power free agents are more likely to sign as an equal? That would, that would probably change the equation. That would probably change the equation. If, if you really does are that th- make us better um, to get rid of Slay and add – Javon Hargrave and James Bradbury. Yeah, instead. I mean, if you're really thinking, if if it's it's if it's a real possibility that you are talking about moving on from Slay, and I don't, I, this is totally yeah, it's possible. It's I mean, possible. Yeah. I mean, it's not out of the question. Yeah. But if they're having that discussion now, where they think they could move Slay, and they probably could, um, then I think you would keep Bradbury. I think that changes. I I don't think you want to lose both no. of them. It would not make sense to trade Slay and lose Bradbury. No. That'd be foolish. By the way, what Slay said about his desire to stay, we'll get to that coming up. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, and just coming up in one minute.
Take your favorite casino action on the go with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Odds, slots, bets, and games all in the palm of your hand. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is the only casino and sportsbook app I recommend. And new users, join me now. Get up to $1,000 casino, casino bonus back if you're not a winner in the first 24 hours. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has all your favorite casino games, including 8, 8 Fortunes, Cleopatra Gold, Wheel of Fortune, and more. Experience roulette, baccarat, and Texas Hold'em all from the comfort of home, plus progressive slots like Divine Fortune, Imperial Wealth, and Venice Amore. There's never been a better time to play. New users get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're not a winner in the first 24 hours. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, it's your time to play. You must be 21 and over and located in PA or New Jersey. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so let's tackle this Darius Slay thing. Obviously, he could get traded. He could get restructured. We're not. I mean, three different options. Um, he went on a podcast just a couple of days ago called Montgomery and Company. He talked about his desire to stay. He also talked about his desire to get paid. Here's Darius Slay mm. a few days ago. What is that like on contract years coming up? What's your mindset? You know, are you ex- are you going to sign an extension? I'm trying to get what's up, what's up, Slay? Look, I'm asking you, what's up? Hey, you know me, man. Look, hey, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, you know, of course, I want an extension with the Eagles. You know, I love the Eagles. Uh, they took another chance on me, man. Um, trading for me, and uh, I panned out very well, of course. Uh, but yeah, man, I love that. I love that money. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, of course, I'm going to be talking about this. Obviously, in this area, but that's what all we all do. You know, when uh, we got one year left, one idea, we try to get an extension because, you know, it makes the cap low. Yep. And then, you know, you can start building around the team because, you know, once you cap too high, you can't add more players. So with me, you know, with my cap that high, yeah. I, I'm sure they probably want to know, get it down. And uh, the best way to get it down is, you know, give me some money. Come on now. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we, I'm with it, though, you know, but I love Philly, man. I, you know, I, I plan on staying on Philly, but, you know, it don't it don't happen, but uh, I know I got one year left here. But uh, man, yeah, I love to stay in Philly for sure. Yeah, right, that's Darius Slay. So he's clearly of the mindset that he knows he could get traded. I mean, he wouldn't be talking like that if, if he wasn't. You know, his agent has probably prepped him for. Hey, keep it vague. Yeah, but he uh, said the right things, if you will. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it came <laughs> on little laying it on a little thick. I panned out very well, of course. Hold on, let me pat myself on the back. <laughs> But he did. I mean, guys, he did, yeah. he's the one dude this year that really shut down Justin Jefferson. Yeah. That was an incredible performance. That, yeah. That was the beginning of the season. And yeah. then there were games later in the season where we were wondering where yep, Darius Slay well. was. Now, let's play one more piece of audio, Slay, here from this podcast because he also propped up Gannon. And I wonder, after what he said last week, and he got heavily criticized, is he of the mindset now to try to say the right thing, or does he really believe it? Because he's very pro-Gannon in what you're about to hear. And is this his way of trying to tell the Eagles, like, yo, I'm not trying to, like, step out of line too much here, based on what I said last week. Here's what uh, Slay said on Gannon the other day. Now, what type of coach, since I know defensive coordinator would have been directly to you, what kind of coach is the Cardinals getting? They got a great coach, man. They got a guy that's going to, like, be a lot of energy, man. He'll bring a lot of energy. One thing about him, he's never like down. He'll stay the same person every day. He's a good dude, man. And um, with him being a DB too, so me and him got along very well. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for him, man. You know, he deserves it, man. A lot of people was talking bad about him in Philly because, you know, uh, they ain't like how he was running his defense, but, you know, his defense turned out to be the second best in the league, number one pass defense. Uh, 
But they got a good dude in hands, man. I'm looking forward to see how he do it with uh, Arizona, man. You know, I wish he would stay, but uh, I know every coach want to be a head coach. All right, Darius Slay the other day. Now, of course, all this on the heels. Last week, Ray, we had a show on Friday after Jaylen, after Darius Slay talked on Thursday. He said something that was just so positively mind-numbing to most of us. Squabble uh, with... Who's the dude? Juju Smith. Juju, right? So he's trying to pump those guys up. But he goes to what you're about to hear, Ray. And I want you to think of in terms of this, Ray. Have the Eagles struggled in the first two and a half weeks since the Super Bowl or three weeks to sort of handle the loss? Listen to what listen to what Darius Slay said a few days ago. Mahomes a dog out there, and him and Travis had a crazy connection. Other than that, it was lights, camera, action out there for us. We having a field day. We was having a great, great game. We just had a hard time with caps. We did feel like our DBs was way better, and that's that's what happened on the field, y'all. I think they threw for like what, 180 pounds, 80 yards. Ray, if Donovan McNabb had said, "Yeah, I was having a field day out there in Super Bowl 39," other than those interceptions, other than you know maybe throwing up, other than going really slow in the fourth quarter, the town would have erupted. Mm-hmm. Ray, what do you make? Because John and I and Devin and Ray and James, we've all talked a lot about this. I mean, since the Super Bowl, I mean, there's been some finger pointing at coaches. I think you can interpret part of what Darius Slay said because he was really talking about his defensive backs, finger-pointing at the linebackers, the defensive linemen. It's, it's gotten weird. What do you make of how they've handled this? Well, it's sort of like, I mean, when I was with you guys, what, a week ago or two weeks ago, I mean, you hadn't gotten over it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were still wrestling. I'll never that. get over it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not over it. Um, so I, I wouldn't expect that the players would be over it. I mean, it's... Uh, and it's a whole tangle of emotions that you just kind of have to work your way through, and that's why, um, <clears throat> that's why I think this is, I think this team faces a real challenge coming back next year. I really do, I really do. I mean, I've been through it with this team before. I, you know, I saw the Vermeil team come back the year after losing Super Bowl fifteen. I saw, you know, the Donovan team after losing in Jacksonville, uh, and what happened with this team the year after they won it. It's it's hard. It's hard to come back that next year and work your way back, especially after you've lost and lost in the way that you lost this one. Ten points up at halftime and you lose at the end on a on a bad call and then a field goal. Um, that's that's hard. And I think all of these guys, each in their own way, are trying to sort through their emotions. Um, and but to try and say what Slay has said there that he was having a he was having a good time out there and maybe the fault lies elsewhere is not helpful. I mean, that can cause problems. Right? Is it true, Ray? It, was it really lights, camera, action for the DBs? <laughs> like, he watched, I'm assuming, he watched the game. Maybe he didn't. Maybe this proves he didn't watch the game. I you found know, like, it astounding, Ray. I mean, lights, camera, action. Is it real? I like mean, Ju- Juju, who's not that, that good. Juju with seven catches. So right. don't give me it's just Mahomes and, and Kelsey. Kelsey. And, and yeah. dude, you got his brother on your team. You don't know how to say his name? Well, it could be a nickname. I mean, Ray. I just, Ray, I just it's found Travis it, Kelsey. I just found it so out of touch. Well, does he think that they played those, good as a defense? No, they didn't. They didn't. And and I don't think that. I don't think. Well, maybe he does believe that. You know, maybe. I mean, sometimes you know, sometimes professional athletes, even the good ones, even the pro bowlers, look in the mirror and see something different than what the rest of us. Yeah. See. I mean, that's not that's not that uncommon. And it's, sometimes and there's yeah. also the other part of it, which is sometimes after a really bitter loss. Uh, your temptation is to tell yourself, well, this wasn't on me, you right. know, and maybe that's where he is. Um, 
you know, I, I, it doesn't surprise me because Darius Slay is a very stream of conscious kind of guy that I've seen him go off on these tangents. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're, they're kind of silly. And, and then sometimes you, you hear stuff like this, it just makes you shake your head. But, I mean, there's nobody on that defense that should be feeling anything other than incredible regret. Yeah. Or the way that I mean, the, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes was thirteen for fourteen in yeah. the second half. They had four possessions. They scored on every one of them. You lost a you lost a ten point lead, and you lost a chance to win a Super Bowl. And the thing that I th- I keep thinking about, and you know, John knows it because John's been down that road. Is when you get to the Super Bowl, you have the idea of losing a Super Bowl is so crushing because you you there's a feeling maybe we'll get back. You know what? Maybe we won't. Yeah. Maybe this was my only chance. Maybe, and you think a guy like Darius Slay, who's played a whole long career, ten years, uh, to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, what are the chances he's going to get back? This was his shot. Mm-hmm. This was his shot. And how anybody could walk away from that and not have nothing but tremendous feeling of pain and angst about it, I just can't imagine. I'll say this, Ray. For those that haven't heard me say it, I'll say it again. There's no Eagles player, Ray, that has ever lost the Super Bowl with the Eagles. Who has ever played in another Super Bowl with the Eagles? Mm-hmm. It's what it is. It's tough. Let's go to Ken in South Jersey. Hi, Ken. Good morning. Good morning, friends. How are we today? Great, Ken. Hey, Joe. I just want to let you know I'm I'm working on some endorsement deals for you out here with some mouthpiece manufacturers and some <laughs> some local dentists. So I'll I'll get back to you offline and let well, you. Well, I'm good on the dentist front. I got PI Dental. and I'm happy. Uh, maybe a mouth guard is is something I could use. That, yeah, that that's where I'm going. Hey, hey, listen. Um, I have maybe Howie looks at this offseason as an opportunity to get younger and cheaper, which is something that they've had to do for a while now. I mean, he was all in last year. Uh, I would have, I have no problem with a player trying to get paid as much as they want to get because we're all trying to get paid as much as we can get. And uh, why should they be any different? So I don't expect anybody to be offering up any hometown discounts because I certainly don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, if, if we can make the team better by trading Slay, and that enables the Eagles to keep, you know, Hargrave and Bradbury, and then you go out and you draft a uh, one of the top corners with your tenth pick. Yeah, uh, I have I have no problem with that. I would just say this: Same. I know everybody's in love with Joey Porter Jr., and it's partially because he's a Penn State guy. But I would just he, the guy's had one interception in his entire college career. He doesn't really have tremendous ball skills, from what I've seen. And there's we we can do better. It, we, it wouldn't be a bad pick, but if there's somebody else like Witherspoon or somebody out there, we we can do better with that pick. The big question, I mean, Joey Porter, <clears throat> it, uh, people, and I've I've mentioned Joey Porter's name as a as a target for this Eagles team. I don't think he's the best cornerback in this draft. I think that just it, it, it will help us if more quarterbacks get pushed yeah. up into that top nine. Yeah, for sure. It would be great to get Witherspoon. It would be great to get Gonzalez. Gonzalez looked awesome at the combine too. Uh, so there, you got like a top three group of guys there, and it seems like everyone's all, always just automatically discounting the first two. But the fact that these quarterbacks will climb it absolutely helps our cause. It's exciting to think about the possibility of Christian Gonzalez being the cornerback we can take at 10 if he's still there. Hey, Ken, give me a great crime movie that's not a mob movie. Dog Day Afternoon. You got it, buddy. Big one there. Ray, where does T.J. Edwards and Marcus Epps, I'm not even going to say because you're white, because I think we all kind of think he's probably gone. Yeah, I would think so. Edwards had a really good year, but a bad Super Bowl. Right. 
Epps had a solid year, and both were playing at cheap numbers. They're both going to get paid more. Edwards will get paid more. And the word is there are teams who are enamored with Marcus Well, and that's Epps. agent speak. It could that's be. Yeah, could be. But listen, yes. they could get – I could see Epps getting four years and $28 million. I mean, $26 million. He's – I don't know. He's solid. Ray, keep these guys. Want to keep them but can't. Trust Blankenship. Trust Nicobe Dean. What are we doing here? Uh, I, to me, Epps is, uh, he was pretty good. I mean, but that's about what he is. Uh, I mean, I'd be looking to upgrade if I could. Uh, Blankenship was, is a nice, you know, free agent kid that came in and played hard when he had the opportunity, but you saw his limitations the more that he played. We've all seen guys like that. You know, they're, they're free agents. They make the team. All of a sudden, they yep. get thrust into the lineup. They play a game or two. Wow, this guy's really good. Then he plays more, and you say, oh, well, no, he's a free yeah. agent. Yeah, $28 million <laughs> might have been too much when I said apps. But I could see him getting four years, $18 million. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, that seems that seems uh, rich to me. Uh, Did Edwards turn you off based on a Super Bowl performance? Because for me and John, it was like, whoa. Yeah, I mean that that to me is kind of what he is. I I was never I know I know there was a lot written and said about how well Edwards played this year. I, I thought he was okay. I didn't think he was much more than that. The idea of investing a lot of money in him, I don't see it. Uh, I to me to to me D, Dean is a kid you got to get on the field somewhere next year, whether it's inside or outside. He's got to play. I mean he's just got to play. He has he has an instinct for the game that they haven't had at the linebacker position in a very long time. Um, I mean if when I look at this draft and you guys were just touching on this. Uh, there are a lot of very good defensive backs in this draft, I think. A lot of really good ones. And they're not just at the corner. Now, I, I agree with John. I thought Gonzalez is really good. I mean, I saw him play at Oregon, and I thought he was really good, and then I saw him test at Indianapolis, and he really looks as, he really looks good. I, I think that uh, – Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sure he might not be number one. I mean, I, I mean Witherspoon is, is a good player. Uh, but Gonzalez, to me, looks like a kid that could just continue to get better. I really, I really, really like him. Um, but the other part of it is, don't forget the safeties. I mean, you get a kid like Brian Branch uh, from Alabama. I mean, he's number one safety for sure. But he brings with him a versatility that he doesn't necessarily just – like, Epps is what he is. Epps yeah. is just a safety. You can't do much else with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he, he's a two-deep shell safety. That's about what he is. A kid like Branch – now, you're talking about a first-round pick. That's a different story. But, I mean, he's a guy you can use multiple ways. I mean, he can play safety. You know, he can play single high. He can play slot. He could even play, he can play, even play some man-to-man on the corner if you had to. The team goes to a spread formation. Branch has a tremendous amount of versatility and is a really good player. I mean, if, I don't know if you've watched how much Alabama you watch. I never saw him miss a tackle. I never saw him miss a tackle. Uh, and you look around the NFL now, how many defensive backs can really tackle? Yep. I mean, I mean, this kid brings a, a, a complete skill set that, um, I mean, people don't normally think about drafting safeties in the top half of the first round, but he's a guy you got to think about. So speaking of the first round, because another guy that fits into this whole puzzle, last year's first, and I remember, Devin, we're at the Maxwell Awards, you, me, and Ray, and you're interviewing yeah. Jordan Davis, and I'm like, oh, this is the guy, <laughs> you know, like what a dude, and his film looked great. Yeah. But Ray, I mean, that was a pretty big disappointment for year one. Who's that? Jordan Davis. Oh. I mean, if you lose Hargrave and you lose Cox and you lose Joseph and you lose Sue or maybe you lose three of those four, I mean, he's got to play. There's nowhere to hide. But, Ray, I'll tell you, John and I were both very underwhelmed with his first season. Well, before the injury, I thought he was playing well. You did? Mm -hmm. Wow. See, John, you saw it differently, right? 
Well, he wasn't playing much. You know, they didn't have total faith in him. He was out there in the base 3-4, and he was out there for, you know, like three plays in a row, and then they'd pull him for extended periods. I never got a good feel early in the season. I was hopeful. He's gigantic. He would make some plays that just defied logic and physics because he's so strong and, and, and big. But, man, they they didn't trust him. No, I thought what went – my view of Davis, and I was very high on him coming out of college. I, you know, I just uh, the Georgia defense might have been the best college defense I ever saw, uh, and he was obviously a big part of it in every sense of the word. Uh, I thought they were slow getting him on the field. Uh, I was a little disappointed that he didn't play more sooner, uh, and I was a little puzzled by what that told me. Mm-hmm. But then when they started to play him, then he started to play well. When he started with more snaps, he started to play well. And then right about that time, he got hurt. And then he was out, and then when he came back, it was very hit and miss. But I thought he was really just starting to hit his stride when the injury came along. Um, well, that's positive. I yeah, mean, like about, that, yeah. that makes me feel a little bit better. I, I felt like it was disastrous. Like, in the grand scheme, his season was disappointing, period. But it sounds like... You've got more belief than I do, which is, you know, I, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, he is going to play a lot. And well, as long as they feel like he's in the right condition to play, he's supposed to play a lot next year. Let's put it that way. Right well, now, I think he's, he's going. Starting. I think, it's, yeah, I, I think mean, he's right going. now it's him and Milton Williams. <laughs> there, there are tackles. That's it. I mean, that's yeah. It's not just you're hoping. I mean, you're counting on him. I mean, right now you 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 need him. I mean, right yeah. now because Hargrave is not coming back. But you know, sometimes you get to year two. Okay, let's go back to that. You, you're resigned. Hargrave's gone because it's too expensive. Yeah, because he's a really good player, and yeah. there aren't that many guys with his skill set that are on the free agent market. I mean, he's – of all the guys that of the Eagles that stand to walk out the door and, and get a lot of money, Hargrave is probably number one because he's, he's the right age. He's playing a position where there's not a lot of players who are available. Uh, and, I mean, he's an interior defensive lineman that gets pressure on the quarterback. There just aren't that many of those guys around. He know? is he is really good. Let's go back to the phones. Talk to Jill right now. Hi, Jill. Jill. Jill not ready to go. We go to uh, – let's talk to Drew right now. Drew, what's going on, pal? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, hey, everybody. Um, yeah, just quick on Sixers. I think I got a lot of calls. So, to me, it's pretty simple. I mean, I've been down on the Sixers bench for years, and – I, I was down on it most of this year, but lately it's showing some signs of life. And if they can get over these next, let's see, let's let's see what the proof in the pudding is over the next 15 plus games. If they can get the bench contributions that they've been getting over the last few games, the Milwaukee game, the you know, if you're going to get 20 plus points, 20 to 30 points from McDaniel's and Niang in a game, you're going to have a good chance to win any game. Look, I think they're in their best spot with the bench probably since they got good five years ago. I mean, I don't remember every twist and turn, but my, my sense was early it was basically that um, Ennis guy with what, Mike, what was his name? Mike, uh, Mike Scott. Mike Scott. Yeah. Mike Scott. in there at one point. I liked him. Matisse. Matisse no, was, was horrendous. Just, oh, my God. Just horrendous. Bellinelli was here, right? Bellinelli gave him a little bit of a burst, but he was the biggest gunner of all time. The guy would literally catch the ball, like, wouldn't even square his body, just shoot it. Um, This is their best bench so far, Drew. And it's it's part of the reason they were losing to teams. It's part of they were losing to the Raptors or they were losing to the Heat. Those teams had better benches. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why, you know, I was 
you know, I was on the other side of the fence versus fans who were constantly harping and down on and beat and Harden and these guys come up short and crunch time and Tobias. It's like, you know, you, how do you expect three or four or five or six guys to beat good teams? It's, it's not going to happen. You need eight, seven, you need seven, eight, nine guys that can play, you know, to, to beat good teams. That's the bottom line. Yeah, so Drew, see, give me an answer here, man, for a non-mob crime movie that's great. So, you know, this this movie is so tension-filled throughout. It's, it's amazing. Um, so has anyone said Silence of the Lambs? Yes. Give me something oh. else. Okay, Pulp Fiction? Yeah, Ooh, you got it, Yeah, man. buddy. Wow. It's a big wow. answer. It's a big, I love that answer. It's a big one. Ray, speaking of answers on the 76ers, what's the answer to this question? Do you believe in the 76ers? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I think that it's um, – right now, if you had to ask me – who are the favorites in the East, I would probably still say Milwaukee, Boston, but I think the Sixers are right there. I think the Sixers are right there. And one of the reasons is they have more depth. I agree with you on that. And the other, te- and the other thing is, man, they make their foul shots. <laughs> you know? and, and, in the, and in the playoffs, a lot of the you – know, the whistle blows a lot more. There's more defense played. Guys spend more time at the foul line, and you've got to make your foul shots. And this team makes their foul shots. What were they last night at the line? I think they missed one. I think they missed one foul shot all night. I think they were like 24 for 25 or something. Well, and Embiid especially for his size. The game before, Joel was 19 for 19. I I don't think I'd ever seen that in my life. It's incredible. I think last night they might have missed one, and they had a lot. And and Embiid, again, was perfect. Um, So, I mean, that I think is a – nobody really talks about that, but I think this team's ability to consistently make foul shots – is something that's really going to help them. All right, let yeah, me ask you one. one. They missed one, Ray. You were correct. Well, 22 or 23. Ray, one follow-up, because it's kind of the question within the question on the Sixers. I guess your answer has to be yes, because it's the only way you can arrive at yes to the first question. Do you trust Joel Embiid's health come playoff time? Oh. You, you always worry. I mean, every time he hits the floor, I worry. Yeah. Uh, and, that's the, and that's the way he plays, but that's the way he's got to play. You know, I mean, it's just one of those you just cross your fingers and hope he's going to get there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I they have something going right now. They really do. I mean, when I looked at this stretch of games that they had to play these five games on the road and, and, and the compressed time they had to play them. Yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think they were going to come back 4-1. and one. And, and I don't think Doc expected them to come back 4-1. and one. <laughs> yeah. He probably penciled in a couple losses there. That's a scheduled loss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, you know, the Milwaukee game, to me, was an eye-opener. The Milwaukee game to me was an eye opener because that was a game that that felt like if you want it felt like a playoff game. You know, mm-hmm. Milwaukee wasn't mailing that one in. I mean, that was a game that was that was that felt like a playoff game on their court where they hadn't lost in forever, and you beat them. You know, I, I just think that that game. You, know, you talk about sending messages. I think that was a game that sent a message that this team's here and they're and and they might have a real chance to pull this thing off. All right, Ray. Finally, let's wrap on this because um, it's great having you in here for an hour. You've seen a ton of movies. You've seen a lot of crime movies. What's the best crime movie ever that's not a mob movie? I thought there was, and, and nobody in your audience has ever seen it, um, but I, I thought it was great. Um, it was a movie called Sexy Beast. Oh, that was oh, ben about, Kingsley. That was about me, right? It was Ben Kingsley. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. you, you, weren't, you, you weren't mentioned. Uh-huh. But um, Sexy Beast was, was really good. Ray, Ray Winstone Sexy and, uh, and uh, Ben Kingsley. Um, Ben Kingsley, who was he the sexy who, beast? Ben Kingsley? Um, he kind of was. That's implausible. Uh, it's well, I mean, you know, it's one of the things that's great about it is here's a guy who played Gandhi, 
Yeah. Uh, wins an Academy Award for playing Gandhi and played the scariest mob guy you could ever imagine in it. Um, and again, I, I think a half a dozen people saw it. I think me and James and maybe three or four other people. But it is a terrific movie if you can ever find it. Well, the most important thing is you just gave me a new nickname. And I appreciate that, Ray. No. No, it was here. that one down. I did. I really fit. Wrote it down. Holy Hammer, Sexy Beast. Wrote it down. Smile on your face right now. Sexy Beast? Oh, man. That could take me all the way to the presidency. Mm. Mm. By the way, when is this decathlon mm. going to take? When's the decathlon taking place? We got to get it together. The decathlon. Many competitions within the decathlon. We'll have to roll them out. There's two ways to answer the question, Ray. Question one is when the weather turns to good weather. Question or, or the answer one is when we have good weather. Answer two is when we have enough of a marketing department to actually be able to sort of put events like this together. I'm not sure which will happen first, but. But, but like th- that's the candid answer. I think you. I think you should start. Work your way up to this. I think you maybe should start with just a match race with Rich Eisen, and see and see if you win that one, and yeah, then we'll you go think from you there. Beat Rich Eisen. I think Rich Eisen stepped out of I mean, line this week like when he six. said Tom Brady might come back. Is Tom Brady really coming back, Ray? What is this nonsense? Rich I, Eisen says he might come back. Tom Brady already refuted it. What was up with that? I can't imagine. The, the rumor is that uh, that if Tua can't come back in Miami, he's going to yeah. go to Miami. I don't. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't believe John, that. I'm guessing you do believe it a little bit, though, right? You sniffed it out last year. Yeah, last year. Last year, it just felt like he was playing too well for that to be real. Mm. He didn't play as no. well this year, and I think he's feeling the age finally. Joe, I, he refuted it by saying he has two kittens. I didn't really find that to be a strong, no, you know, two-month-old kitten. Is two, yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. yeah. So you think he might come back, Ray? Yeah. He, listen, I'm not ruling it out. No. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. I just that think it's a lot insane. less likely than last year. It would be a horrible luck. I mean, it would be ridiculous. I mean, if how do you, and then how do you go on to retire again? After <laughs> right. That? Brett Favre did Favre it. Favre did it many times. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Jordan had three retirements. So, but th- this one, this would be in a condensed period of time. Anyway, Ray, uh, always a pleasure to have yes. you in studio and uh, enjoy the draft. We'll be talking to you, obviously, up ahead. Very good. I'll see you in the Poconos. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Tomorrow night, absolutely, for the Maxwell Awards. All right, there he is, the Diddy, Ray Dittinger. 215-592-9494 to weigh in on uh, any of these topics. Show to Cameron, John Rich, and the whole gang we got here on 94 WIP. Hey, bet the NBA on TNT with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account, every Thursday you'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay does not hit. NFL same-game parlays lets you combine bets for a chance at a bigger payout. And, of course, if you're not sure where to start, you can always choose from one of the very popular pre-built same-game parlays in the pre-built same-game parlay section with FanDuel Sportsbook right there in the FanDuel Sportsbook app. However you want to play and however you want to bet the NBA on TNT, you can do so every Thursday night with a no-sweat same-game parlay with FanDuel Sportsbook the official partner of 94 WIP. So many ways to go with how you place these bets for MVP, obviously game by game. Who's Brought to you by NJ Diet. 
Eagles tagged none of their players at the deadline. That would come in at around $6 million per. Sixers win three in a row. Right at the Timberwolves, 117.94. Did so without the services of James Harden due to a foot soreness. Sixers closing out that five-game road trip with a 4-1 and one record. 40 days to lose 20 to 40-plus pounds. Contact NJDiet.com to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days. Visit NJDiet.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by Window Nation. Sunny today, a high of 49. It is currently 39. Beat the rush with off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com. To stream 94WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP. There it is. Crazy thing is I still always think about Donovan McNabb when I hear this. I think a lot of people do. I mean, he had that dance pretty good. It's hard to do that with cleats on. <laughs> it is. Yes. He pulled it off, man. Yep. Yeah. And he could he could dance and he could he could he scored touchdowns, some running touchdowns there, especially early in his career. Uh, Jetta Cameron, uh, John Ritchie. We got Rhea and Seltzer and Devin and on, on this uh, Wednesday morning. We got a good Sixers team. Maybe not a great Sixers team, but one that people are believing in more and more. And big time decision time for the Eagles with a lot of free agents. Let's go to the phones 215 592 9494. This segment right now is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable, never looked so good. To the phones, Tom in Dover. Good morning, Tom. Hey, good morning. How are everybody doing this morning? Doing great, Tom. Hey, hey, Joe, did, did Mr. Dennison leave yet? Yes, just left. Okay, yeah, I, I thought he did. I heard you say his name before you brought me in. Hey, listen, Joe, I, um, I'm, I'm kind of down on Howie, man. I've I always been down on Howie. You down know on Howie? How can you be down on Howie? You know why? Because we had the chance to win the Super Bowl this year, and I shouldn't say down on Howie. He I'm did everything he could have done. Tom, it yeah, was yeah, not yeah. his I fault. Like I'm not, I'm, I, I shouldn't have said it like that. I'm down on the, I'm down on the team because we had a chance to win it, man. It's so yeah. hard to win, and we didn't win it. Yeah. Now we're going through the aftermath of not winning it yeah. and, and having all these free, these free agents, you know. So, and now the reason why I say I'm down on Howie is because now we got to look at Howie to build the um to build the defense back up per se through the drag, which I'm not a big fan of Howie with his draft pick. Well, that's that's I mean, reason that's reasonable. You know, it's one of his weaker I, I elements. Yeah, say, that's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah. I'm totally in agreement with what Rhea was saying, man. I I've been listening to her on the Angelo show and on your show. She's I'm, I know she's very knowledgeable, man. She's 100 right for Howie's concerned, man. This dude picked Ortega Whiteside, Jalen Rager. <laughs> Barnett, I mean, come on, man. We 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 trying to build something up here, man. And, and we and everybody think we're gonna be able to do it in the draft. We only got really two good picks, number ten and thirty. Maybe we'll get so another Denzel Humphrey in the draft this year. <laughs> no, no, don't say real, that. You know, yeah, but Tom, you also got to. But I will say this: he has used some of those picks 
uh, not the ones you referenced, but some picks he's traded to to get good players before. Yeah, AJ Brown. AJ Brown picks. Yeah. We remember that that Chauncey graphic Gardner. for the Super Bowl. AJ yeah. Brown, the only player on offense who was not drafted by yeah. the Eagles. And I know a couple exactly. were old school like Kelsey, but still, the whole offense was drafted. Yeah, yeah so that's true. I don't know, man. I just, I, 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 it's just so hard to get past the loss, dealing with what we got right now going on. And then you got the Eagles sending me emails about my season tickets. Like, for real? Ah, now, now we get to the the crux of the matter. <laughs> you no, know, for real. Like, come on, man. We don't know what we we might mess around and be. Hey, if you thought, hey, about the season Tom, 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 Tom. If you thought they weren't going to raise season tickets yeah. after fourteen and three, that's on <laughs> you, man. That's all. <laughs> Tom, give me an answer here for a great crime movie that's not a mob movie. Hey, hey Joe, you know what, man? I, I wasn't going to call in this morning because it's hard for me to call during this time of the day, man. I, I can listen, but I can't call. But I had to call in because nobody ain't say this movie, and I can't believe it. What? The Italian job, man. Okay, I have to say that was my second option, so I'm so glad that you said that. So <laughs> what's fun a, movie? The Italian Job? Great movie. You don't know The Italian Job? Don't what? know it. No. Oh, Joe, it's so good. I know, the, I, I know the Italian Stallion. That ain't you either. There's actually uh, scenes that are in Philadelphia in that movie. I, I've never heard of it. John, have you heard really? of the Italian Job? Yeah. Yes, it was, it was a big movie. You're just saying that, John. You're trying not to no. get on the bad side of the audience. I, no, no I think he's lying. I, no, James, I, think I, think he's lying. He, I think he's not. I mean, it's, it was Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh, it's a oh, pretty Charlize prominent Theon, movie. Theron, <laughs> Edward Norton. Okay, I mean, they're, they're great oh. actors. It's all good. The Mini Coopers? Come on. All right, let's talk to Jill right now. Hi, Jill. Hi, good morning. How are you guys? Great, Jill. So, um, personally, I'm a Giants fan, but my husband is an Eagles fan. Ooh. Well, you're so lucky you said Giants and not Cowboys. I would have been forced to hang up on you, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. But, however, when I, when my team is not playing, oh. and I do hope they do not trade Slay, I have to say. Trade Slay, you said? Is that because you yes. like the Giants? Like, I, I don't understand. And, and by the way, how do you feel about paying Daniel Jones between 40 and $50 million moving well, forward? I in the beginning were hurt when they paid him that much as well. But look at the diamond he is now. So I feel that they know where they're going with that direction. Yeah, Daniel Jones, though, ain't going to turn into Jalen Hurts. Look, he's all right. He had a good, he had a good year this year, but uh, I think he got overpaid. Jill, give me an answer for a great movie that's not a mob movie. All right. Is Carlito's Way considered a mob yes, movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a mob movie. All right. So then what I'm going to say is going to be The Rookie. The Rookie. Uh, wasn't that a baseball, baseball movie? movie? Yeah. yeah. Unless, you know what? She might be talking about the movie. that There might have been a cop movie with, uh, let me try to get this here. The yeah. Rookie. I think I know you It's a duo about. of a cop, a young cop and an old cop. I want to say this might be, is it Charlie Sheen? And like, Seltzer, look this up. Here. I'm, I'm it's not, a TV series. I'm not seeing. I'm only seeing the rookie, the the Dennis Quaid yeah. movie. Wasn't there? Oh, hold on. 1990, a veteran detective. Yeah. Hold on. It's a veter- Charlie Sheen and Clint Eastwood. Bang! Wow. 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 Bang! And, see, and listen, the audience knows this, but I'll just say it. That's why I'm the hammer. 
Well, and actually, that's not why I'm the no, hammer. No, it's that not. That was impressive. Thank you. I, I have Thank to you. say, because I never remembered that. I'm the hammer for sports yep. knowledge, but that was still pretty, that was pretty sizable pull right there. <laughs> Got to pat myself on the oh, back. Really? I mean, you that, just did. John, is... nobody was thinking Charlie Sheen. And by the way, oh, I was Joe, thinking Clint. I didn't say spot. it. But... That is like nine, it's yeah. a 1990 movie. That's the part of your life that sticks in your brain and nothing else does. That's so it true. does make sense that you'd remember the, the rookie. The the poster for the rookie, uh, just taking a look at it, man. Charlie Sheen is. This is heyday, Charlie Sheen. Like this is Charlie Winning? Sheen at the top. Winning with Clint. That's right. Let's go to Joe and Mayfair. Yo, Joe. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Great, Joe. Just really quick, you know, I let all three of them walk. Take your three draft picks in 2024 and retool. You can't cram everything in the one year. If you try to cram everything in one year, you're just going to hurt yourselves in, in the years that follow. So. What are your thoughts on just letting them all go and taking your three? Uh, comp- I don't know, uh, man. We tried to cram everything into last year, and it worked out great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I want to cram everything in. Yeah, but that's that before Jalen better players. But John, it's before Jalen got the money. I get it, Joe. You act like this Jalen contract makes makes winning impossible. No. You just got beaten by a team who had a quarterback on forty five to whatever fifty million bucks a year. It, it is doable, and it is especially doable this year where we don't get hit so hard by Jalen's deal, even though Jalen's deal isn't done yet. It will be such that, that that cap hit will be smaller this time out, and we can make the most of that. We can maximize this, this opportunity. Yeah, but wouldn't you guys just rather load up in the draft this year, next year, have no. a more manageable salary cap mm-hmm. and have a dynasty throughout the entire decade. Because well, a lot forget of dynasty guys manageable. Bring, let's, right, let's get a championship dynasty, before a dynasty. More competitive in the next five years, like the Chiefs have done. They keep adding youth to their lineup and finding draft picks where they're able to manage it because Mahomes makes a ton of money. The Eagles are going to be in that same situation. You can't keep bringing thirty-year-old-plus guys back on the roster and expect them to create lightning in a bottle. I want to see youth on this team and grow and be a young team and can keep growing and growing and growing for the next decade with Jalen Hurts. Look, what you're describing, Joe, is the road I think they're going to go down. Whether people like it or not, that's what I think is going to happen. Well, the defense will be young. I'm okay with young. taking a little step back and still winning 10 or 11 games and still have the shot if that's what it, if that's what it takes. That's where I think they're headed. Joe, give, me a, okay give me a crime that. movie that's not a mob movie. Well, it's my, it's my favorite that's not a mob movie. It's uh, got a lot of characters in it. It's Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Uh, mob that. movie, guys? No. no, right? No, it's a crime movie. Yeah, just a crime movie. A heist movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a heist, they're, that, the, which I love those kind of movies. They're yes. fun. Yes, that, that's a good Italian answer. job, also a heist yep. movie. Yep. So, um, speaking of the money and the quarterbacks and kind of how you fit it all together, um, as I expected, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens were not going to agree to a deal. And this, this marriage is not going to last long. And it could end in the next week. They could trade him. Maybe they make him play, play under the uh, play under the the franchise tag, but who knows if he's even going to be heart in on that? He obviously wasn't heart in on finishing the season. He needed an agent. He does not have an agent. Well, he needs an agent, but I also think he needs perspective that if he thinks he's going to get to the Sean Watson deal, he ain't getting it. He oh, just, they've made that. He's not getting it from Baltimore. He's not. And see, so here's an interesting series of. of I don't think he can go back to Baltimore. I no, mean, I, I think this is this has now become. Well, it's gotten bad luck. Yeah. yeah. So here's an, it's a couple of tweets uh, from the last, uh, let's see, day that were interesting. One is reporter Jeff Schwartz, and he says, just think about this in terms of Lamar. Think about this in terms of Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. But what we really care about is Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Jeff Schwartz tweeted the following. He said, it seems pretty clear NFL teams are not willing 
to give out the Deshaun Watson deal. It's been ignored. Mm-hmm. Whether they actually colluded or not, we will meaning the owners, we will never know. But until a quarterback gets more than $230 million guaranteed, the Watson deal feels like the outlier. And then Trey Wingo, of course, all those years with ESPN, he weighed in on Twitter, and he said regarding this, I spoke with sources at the NFL Players Association, and they're keeping a very close eye on the Lamar Jackson situation for that very reason. Uh, regarding the uh, C word, meaning collusion, there's a constant concern about that. Mm. Look, this this is a tough to me. This is a tough sell for the NFLPA to pull to pull off that owners are colluding because no one's dumb enough to give out the deal the Ravens gave out. But they're going to try the, it. The Browns. Yeah, the, the Browns. The, the Browns. Browns. And yeah. the the reason that they're looking at is because the this is where the owners kind of have to have a little sense immediately. All these teams that desperately need quarterbacks, like yeah, not interested. Like the the minute that he, that he got franchised, so it was it was just it was it's like guys, take a day or two, you know? Maybe, yeah, we're gonna. On which player are you talking we're about? Talking about Lamar. They immediately. I mean, we're talking about teams that need quarterbacks. Well, I, hmm. I mean, he's currently the property of somebody else, so they can't go on the record saying they are interested. I mean, well, it went on the record and said they weren't. We're not. Yeah. Well, they can't say that they yeah. are. Because he plays for another team until he doesn't, so I, I don't I don't put much into that. Well, I don't I just, know if they went on the, a, a reporter came out and said it. That's it. Yeah, sources. I, yes. I just look at it this way: L- Lamar Jackson is probably going to get traded. Jalen Hurts is probably going to get signed, and neither is going to get, in my opinion, anywhere near the money guaranteed that Deshaun oh, Watson no, got. No, because that was a stupid deal. Yes, an outlier, and and they're doing everything they can to prevent anyone else from signing a, a deal like that because it will hurt every team in the NFL if you have to go down that I mean, road. I'll just say this as an Eagles fan. All guaranteed? I don't want Jalen Hurts <laughs> to get that. I mean, I don't. Well, I mean, it's because then it's, you know. Yeah, it, it, it hurts. You seem upset that he's going to get paid. A little bit. That much. Not get paid, but get paid what he's about to get paid. Why? You know what it is? He earned, he earned oh, it. I'm not, he's I'm not upset Jalen. He's upset yeah. that it, as an Eagle, we all are. It, I mean, I want him to get his money, but it's a it's bummer for the, the team. But it's a, it's, it's what it is. But, I yeah. but you, yeah, can't have I agree. It, you can't be like, yeah. I'm mad at Howie if I don't get to yeah. keep all the people I like, but I I, I think Jalen should get it all. No, like, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at him. I don't want to. I'm not excusing him for going, well, listen, I told you, you know, back at the combine, we weren't going to be able to keep, do a better job. Make some trades. Do some deals. Wait, That's do a what better you, job at what? At, at trying to keep some of these guys. Trade, get creative. Trade Darius Slay. Well, he might. Ex, you know, restructure a lot of guys. I just don't want to be told, ah, too bad. There are only two guys you no. can restructure. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. it. It's, yeah. it's Slay, Slay and, and, Lane. and Lane. Those are yeah. the only Correct. two guys whose salaries allow Correct. you to restructure them to get any salary cap relief this And Lane year. will be almost guaranteed restructured. Lane restructures about every three it, weeks, it, it feels. It's <laughs> incredible. It is. All right, let's talk to uh, to Dustin right now in Northeast Philadelphia. Hi, Dustin. Dustin. Dustin, not ready to go. We go to Brian. Brian, good morning, buddy. Hey, how you doing, Joe? Good, pal. Hey, so it's my first time calling. I wanted to just say uh, I've been listening to you and Richie for four years, and I've loved every second of it. I just wanted to say Um, so everybody's all worried about the Sixers. We just went four and one on the road. I know we somehow almost lost to the Pacers, but 
Harden's been playing out of his mind. What What do you guys think? Like, do you guys think the Sixers are going to keep this up, or you think this is a fluke? I think they got a shot, but I don't expect them to win big in the playoffs. I, I just I think I've yeah. seen enough that 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 tells me don't have your hopes too high. I think this year can be different than what we've experienced, which was failure repeatedly every year, injuries repeatedly every year when the games mattered most from Joel Embiid. I I I can't imagine that that streak of bad luck continues. And I, I believe this is a better team than what we've had in town for quite a while. So I expect to go farther than we've gone in recent years. And it, it's possible that this team gets it together enough that they can be a contender. I'm excited well, about that. I, I'm I, really excited yeah. about that. I mean, they team. certainly have a shot, Brian. They're good enough to have I, a legitimate shot. They just got to do it. I definitely see the defense. The defense is so much better. Like, we didn't play any defense. I don't know about that, man. Pacers. I don't know about nah, that. the defense against the Pacers, man, they were playing lazy. And Bede was skipping rebounds. Like, he was yeah. he was losing me. Towards yeah, the but, end. Brian, but here's uh, my issue with the defense. And I'm pretty certain I'm right. Tell me if I am. Three of the, five, three of the five starters are below average defensively. Harden, yeah, Maxi, and Tobias are all below average. It's hard, to be, our, it's hard to be a good or great defensive team when three of your five starters are below average. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're right there, and that that's what worried me too. And it's just it's that bench though. The bench comes out and they hold it down though. That's what I'm starting. Benches like. certainly turned a corner. Brian, give me a great answer uh, for a movie that's not a mob movie, but it's a so crime movie. This is for, this one. My main reasons why I called it. And I don't know if any of you have heard of it. It's called Snow on the Bluff. Hmm. It's no. about a uh, it's about a guy in Atlanta who uh, it shows you all the crime in uh, a town called the Bluff outside of Atlanta, right like right outside. Amazing movie. It's filmed. How often is there snow in Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. You got it, man. We talking cocaine or are we talking? I assumed I would... as much, uh, yes. A little, little coke action there? Because, you know, I'm, I'm no you expert. Are... Have you wow. ever been in the South when it snows? They they have that absolutely no idea what to do. I'm sure they don't. They, literally, I was in Memphis one time, and it started to snow, and the cab driver, had he was so freaking out. And I go, dude, it's like a dusting. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing. That's I great. remember during the Super Bowl in Atlanta, there was like there was some ice and snow. Yeah, there was. There was like a 40-car pileup yes. on yeah. The interstate because no one knew how to contend with the snow, like the inch of snow that wow. was on the ground. It's crazy. Let's talk to Wade right now. What's up, Wade? Yo, what's up, man? Listen, man. I listen. Listen. How y'all doing, ladies? You know what I'm saying I'm, I'm so happy you were re Devon. Listen, listen. Everybody know they know why you you got hey, the Devon or Devin? Is she Devon or? Listen, man. Listen, Hammer. Oh, okay. I'm saying with you. Listen, okay. listen. They, they know. By the way, you've already said listen like nine for like nine <laughs> times. We're still listening. Listen. I am this listening. This what you've been doing. This, no, I know you listen, John. This is what you've been doing since you've been on the morning show. I've been hearing about you, Joe. Like you don't listen. You don't let people talk. You be, you be, come on, man. Chill out a little bit. Listen. But listen, what I'm saying is, man, what you call it? Like, yo, you you named Chomper and the Hammer, right? But now anybody know why you named Muppet Weasel, okay? Like you the Weasel because you're not being <laughs> you're not being Owen in no race. Your, your grinds is going to pull if you try to race, yep. okay? Yep. And 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 and, and tell, Devin, got no tell shot. Devin, tell Devin and Rhea why you name Muppet. Let them know why you name Muppet. Why you got that name? Well, I thought the whole world knows that. Story. No, no, no. We I know from, don't know. Yeah, wait. <laughs> he don't want to tell you either. I'll be happy. So, to, I'll be happy to tell the story. Right, well, 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 whatever. Listen, man. No, I'm saying Grab I was going to tell the story, but you want to cut me off? All right. All right. Go ahead, tell the story, baby. Tell the story. Go ahead. All right. The story is this: there was a woman I worked with in New York City about 20 years ago. She called me Muppet. 
She called me Muppet because her, do you guys remember when you'd watch the old Muppets and they yeah. the body sometimes would like go into like crazy gyration yes. mode? Think right? of yeah. the animal yeah. behind the drum. Yeah, they just go oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. They just go crazy. I love animals. Her theory was <laughs> yes, and mind you, I was never with this woman. Uh, we were what friends. Is, we were friends. What, is, what do you mean by with? You I mean I mean exactly okay. what you think I mean. Um, her theory. Her, he didn't bite her back, her John. Her theory. Her theory was that um, with a woman, I would um, gyrate uncontrollably. Oh wow! And basically get manhandled by the woman, and and hence I was nicknamed Muppet. Why did was she having this conversation with you? We were friends, and she just thought oh, I had no. Okay, seems you were friends. So inappropriate. She thought I had no. And she was a coworker. I she listen. Didn't think he was attractive. I was kind of like <laughs> the <laughs> office she didn't pet. Think he was attractive. Well, That's it really right. wasn't attractive. She thought that I wasn't like a man. You know what wow. I'm saying? Is- man, listen. Yeah. You so not was she attractive to you? Uh, I, I'm staying away from answering that question. You're not, you not being black been, no. gritty in no race, okay? <laughs> oh, I agree, Wade. Wait, I I me agree. too, Wade. Me too. Yeah, like, he yo, will pull tell, up lame. He he pull up all this, like, everything. I'm so happy you're on the show with these women <laughs> because they're going to car, pull your cars like your sports. Well, you got sports now, but when you talk about I'll be good at sports, we all know. Like, come on, we're going to put joke. We pull that. All right, now wait, give me an answer for a, a crime movie that's not a mob Wade movie. Wade came shot out of a cannon. Right, listen. Right, look, the crime <laughs> movie, right, for this crime movie, it's gonna after you and oh, after you and Black Gritty race, you gonna get the mark the mark of shame from uh, the gangs of New York. How they walk around. Oh, with I the hate mark that of shame. movie. I hate it. I hate that movie so much. So I saw it in Great your movie. in your look there, Devin. You, your thought is how in the world was this acceptable in a workplace dynamic? Yes. Yeah. Like it does seem uh, non HR compliant. No. Yeah, but, but here we are talking about it on air. So <laughs> what? Same thing. Twenty five years ago, question. the world was a different place. Very different. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and how yeah. that conversation even? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm. Be. I'm curious about. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> by the way, you know how I got that job. It, it means that she sounds wanted like a, to be with you. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a flirty conversation. Yes, well, she was uh, thinking about it. She was clearly thinking. Well, about it. I have Did that you? effect. So uh. seventeen. I got that uh. gig because seventeen people got fired for looking at porn on the computer. No way. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. Seventeen. <laughs> There was an opening, like, yeah, let's let's hire this DeCamera kid from Fairfield. He's not going to be like, looking at porn. Okay. You walk in and go, I want an orgy. <laughs> Isn't that unbelievable? That's the craziest By the way, Seltzer number. played that. I didn't say yes, that live. That. James, you got to be careful. Some of these drops could become an HR issue. I want an orgy. No, that's that's not me. That's that me from you. That's played it it years you. ago, and James just played that. That ain't cool. No, it's all good. Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie. To the Muppet, 215-592-9494. Time's yours at 945 today on 94 WIP. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets if you miss one leg. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly.
Baseball is back, and our guys in the red pinstripes are already driving homers out of the park, a lot like how my friends at the Bush Auto Group are driving down the cost of vehicle ownership. Right now, when you purchase any vehicle from one of their four great locations, Exton Nissan, Nissan 422 of Limerick, Infinity of Westchester, or Infinity of Ardmore, you get over $3,000 in bonus value to help maintain your vehicle and keep the cost of ownership down. Not only are they your local spot for a great selection of new Nissans or Infinities, they have over 300 pre-owned vehicles in stock as well. When you're looking for your next vehicle, new or pre-owned, choose the Bush Auto Group. Visit one of their four great locations or visit them online today at bushautogroup.com. That's B-U-S-H, autogroup.com. And when you see them in store, tell them John Ritchie sent you. Brought to you by Family Jewelers. Eagles did not tag anyone at the deadline, but according to SI's Ed Kratz, they are work, reportedly working on a two-year deal with Brandon Graham that would come in around $6 million per. Sixers, a couple days off after winning their third consecutive game. They blew out the Timberwolves 117-94, to doing so, by the way, without James Harden, who sat with foot soreness, but Joel Embiid. 39 points in 28 minutes. Visit Family and Company Jewelers online at FamilyJewelers.com or on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey. Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by NJ Diet. Sunny today, a high of 49. It is currently 39. 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds. Contact NJDiet.com to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Visit njdiet.com. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Well, we have some audio to play. <laughs> Coming up in a second. Well, I should say a second. It might be two minutes, three minutes. We got to get it into our system here. But let's just say it's either major breaking news or not breaking news at all. I think it's not breaking news at all. But we're gonna find out, and we'll all be the judge, and let you be the judge uh, on something coming up as soon as we have the audio ready. In the meantime, let me get to the Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads at ArminChevy.com. All right, today's question of the Eagles' three big free agents, Hargrave, Bradbury, and Gardner-Johnson, uh, how many of them do you think the Eagles will resign? Now, obviously, there's the sort of loophole in this, which is if they trade Darius Slay, then it makes it easier to keep, you know, one of them. Um, but the four choices today, zero, one, two, or three. Let's, let's go around the room. And everyone make their assessment, their prediction. I will predict the Eagles keep. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say zero. Uh, I think it's zero <laughs> or one. Rhea, how many do you think they keep? This is what we think they're going to do. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right, unfortunately. Zero. Seltzer? Zero. Wow. Devin? I thought it was going to be one, but uh, after yesterday and not signing CJGJ, I think it's zero. Not franchising them, yep. Yeah. Uh, John? I think it'll be one. I think it could be two if they trade Slay. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's my hope. That's possible. All right, John, what do you think won this poll here today? One. It did with? 69%. 50% say one. Jeez. 26% say zero. 21% say uh, two. And only 3% say 
you know, three, which they're, they're not going to wow. have three. The only way they can have three is if they don't sign Jalen Hurts. Right. That would be the boss move. Hey, Jalen, uh, eat that, uh, that $1 million uh, deal this year. Eh, eh, just play for a million, and then uh, we'll, we'll rev it up again. All right, so tuck that away. We'll see where it goes. Obviously, we'll know this by sometime next week. Then there's audio we just got. Jason Kelsey was just on a podcast. And Kyle Quinn came flying into us in the commercial break. He's like, I think Kelsey just said he's going to retire. I'm like, I play that audio. Um, and upon hearing it, I don't think Kelsey referred to himself as an ex-player. I think Kelsey referred to himself as an expert player. But he does say quick. Let's listen to this audio, a podcast Jason Kelsey just did. Um, ask yourself when you listen to this, are you hearing Jason Kelsey refer to himself as an ex-player or an expert player? Two very different things. Here's the audio. The reason we partner with other organizations is I'm an expert football player. Now I'm a podcaster. All right, stop. 100% expert. It's not even a question. Yeah. I don't even think there's a discussion about this. Yeah. Well, it sounds a lot more like expert now that it's not on a phone. Well, I don't, it sounds like he, expert. The I, way he follows it with now I'm a podcaster does make it. It Should we play it one more time? Yeah, give it a li- and let's listen a little bit thereafter. I think it's expert. Here we go. The reason we partner with other organizations is I'm an expert football player. Now I'm a podcaster. I would say I'm probably an intermediate level podcaster. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. And then he says the intermediate, yeah. which is referring to the expert. Level. It's <laughs> definitely it expert. expert. Don't you think it's interesting that no he's using news here. Sirianni terminology now? Like I am an expert at football. Nick Sirianni quote. <laughs> Now Jason Kelsey is using I am the expert football player. Uh, but I think it I, I think as always he's a, a little bit tongue in cheek. He's a little bit self effacing and that factors into I, I think what he said is nothing. Well I, it is I, nothing. I think, it's it's crisis averted. It was yeah, crisis never crisis existed. Averted. Okay, who right. thought it said X? Kyle Quinn Kyle and John Ritchie. John. Well, Kyle played it on his phone. It did sound <laughs> like he said context is everything. pro football player. The intermediate line after really changes it. Yes, absolutely. I heard it right the away. last line. The guy with the worst ears in here actually scooped it out. I'm like, that is hilarious, actually. You're right. Yeah, I think he well, said expert. He also had the phone right next to Joe's ear <laughs> as he's playing. True. Right, let's go to the phone. Speaking of phones, let's talk to Amish. Time's yours in about five minutes. Hi, Amish. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, Amish? Hey, John. How are you? Great. Um, I just want to make a quick point about the caller earlier that had no faith in Howie. It, Howie's reinvented the wheel for us and, and, and done what he's done in twice in five years. Uh, if, if you can't have faith in him or, or have all this nervous uh, Nelly feeling, then get off, get off the wagon, man. We, we don't need that negativity. I, I'm putting all my cards. I'm pushing all my chips in with Howie. I, I think he's going to, he knows what he's got to do and he's always figured it out. And, I mean, in, in well, he hasn't. Opinion, he hasn't always figured. Listen, I mean, she's going to make some mistakes, and he's going to make some big mistakes. And the team is probably going to take a step backwards. But as an Eagles fan, I accept that because I think he'll do his best to try to fight against that. And there's a chance he can overcome it and still have some great players. But they're going to be some new players, that's for sure. He's the executive of the year, yeah, again. And and if you don't have faith in him because you've you're holding his. I don't know, certain drafts against him. I do think you have to try to take a bigger view of this. Howie Roseman has been incredible. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. He put our team in position to win a Super Bowl. They should have won a Super Bowl because of what Howie Roseman did. And they failed to win it, and it's not Howie's fault. No one cares about the Howie legacy thing right now, but for what it's worth, because we have not revisited since they lost Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl, he's not giving that speech in Canton, Ohio, unless they win another one. 
Like yeah. he he was on the doorstep of probable Hall of Famer, and then they lost the Super Bowl, and now he's probably on the outside looking in, unless they crank it up again. It's a tough standard, man. It's just really tough. Amish, give me an answer here for a great crime movie that is not a mob movie. Uh, if I could just make a quick uh, rec- uh, point about the Sixers, sure. um, Joe. So starting next Wednesday, I believe they got seven, seven games and six of those on the road. Mm-hmm. If the Sixers can pull off a, another six and one, five and two road trip, I think I, I'm on board with them now. But I think after that, there should be no debate. I mean, that team is for real. And, and, and I think they should be favored to come out of the East. I mean, in that stretch, they play teams, you know, the Cavs, they play the, the Nuggets, they wrap it up against the Nuggets. We'll on say, the road. look, they're not going to have home court. They might get home court in the second round, but they're not going to have it in the third round. Milwaukee and that Boston lot, are tough teams, but the Sixers are going to have a shot. There's no question. Amish, give me a great answer, a movie. Um, I don't know if it was said, but The Usual Suspect? Has been said. Give me a different one. Um, heat? Heat has been said. You got one more shot. Um, I'm going to go with... Um... Yeah, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Yeah, too long. Let me ask you guys a question. Would... Sure. Tell me if this would have counted as a crime movie. Okay. I don't think it's quintessential crime, but I think there's enough. Yeah, it's close. Would a few good men have counted today? Uh, yeah, because it's a, it's yeah. a courtroom drama, yeah, I and think they're it trying to figure out what happened. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. murder investigation. Yeah. yeah, I think it would have. But you don't think of it as quintessential crime. No. John, what would have, drama, what would have been your ruling on that? Uh, I mean, crime. They they are evaluating whether a crime was committed in a right. court. They are of law. Yeah, it's it's a crime movie. They could have won. Yeah, could have won. I don't know. I don't think it could have. Uh, I tell you what. I think it's I think it's outside the box. It'd be and real- that would help its cause, but I don't I don't know. It's, it's not, not enough it's of not a crime movie. Enough. It's not crimey. En- yeah, it might not win on that. It might be the best movie, but not crimey enough. Yeah. To win a crime movie. Yeah. That's not a mob movie. All right, let's get to uh, what we do every single day at this time. Would Superman 2 have worked? I mean, General Zod was committing crimes. Uh, about Rocky. I mean, Rocky. I think we're taking it too far. I'm just saying, Rocky's crime. breaking people's it's hands not, on the dock. You wouldn't say it's a crime movie. No, you say it's no. a movie that's crime. <laughs> I'm joking. I think any superhero movie could be. <laughs> well, there were, yeah, some are like movie. the I Nolan Batman stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Could that's true. Hey, Times Yours is uh, sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of network. Designed to save you money. Let's hit it with time's yours. Oh, my God. I'm totally crushing on John Ritchie. John, with you whipping out your songs and the La Bamba and everything else, coupled with all the little glimpses of when you were a kid, the Ritchie Rich. I remember the My Buddy from the Midday Show and how close you are to your mom. Totally crushing on you. I don't know. Women in the Delaware Valley. I don't know. You must have a long line of uh, women waiting to get in there. Time's yours. <laughs> Wow. 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 How about that? Ooh, look who's blushing. Thank you. By the way, John, I had a friend text me yesterday and asked, are you available to do your music at parties? And I said, sure. yeah, you did it last summer. Yeah. So I got derailed a little bit last summer. You know, uh, I was planning on doing it and then my dad was sick and so I wasn't able to, but I, that's definitely on the table. Okay. 
Hey, John. Hey, Joe. Calling from uh, Clearwater, Florida. Uh, this is Jack. I'm uh, 62, and I would definitely beat Joe in a 40-yard dash, so <laughs> sign me up. Dude, Carl Lewis is probably about 62. He could beat me. You did not sound to me like someone that would beat me. I mean, I'm pretty fast. I am. I'm, I'm definitely. I don't agree with that. I'm above average in quickness and fast, I'm telling you. Coming this summer to a theater near you. So, Amy, how are things going with you and Joe? Eh, it's been good. Something has been a little off lately. A man as soft as cotton, hiding a darkness inside. He woke me up the other night. He, he was biting my back. What happens when your delicate flower isn't so delicate? A true story so absurd, you won't believe your eyes. Joe the camera is backbiter. He'll get you while you sleep. He's a soft hammer, tub bather, backbiter when you're catching your seas. He's a techno bowler, Joe the creeper, backbiter wants to mess with your sleep. Oh no, no. Backbiter, starring Elizabeth Shue as Amy from Villanova. Chris Pratt as John Ritchie. That's embarrassing. And Charlie McCarthy as Joe the Camera in <laughs> Backbiter in theaters this summer. Based on true events, this film is not yet rated. Oh. He's a soft hammer, a tough bather. That is pretty good, man. You got Charlie McCarthy wow. starring as you. <laughs> Two <laughs> references today to Charlie McCarthy. How about it? It's so, like Team America. It, you, you, you liked Team America, right? I did. So you could be Team America representative with, with the little Charlie McCarthy doll. I thought it was good. For those really that don't funny. know, if, if you don't know, like, what was that? Uh, we have these two listeners, Jevin and Tyler. They're brothers, and for years they've been making songs and parodies that uh, we play in Times Yours. So they're awesome, and we thank, <laughs> thank them. We thank you guys. Great job. And with that, Times Yours, let's shut it down. Time's yours line. Leave Joe and John a message of your thoughts, compliments, and complaints. Call 215-238-4500. They probably made about 50 through the years. It's it's pretty impressive. We really should figure is. out we like the them. best couple and play them at some point because we have some uh, classics from them. So many. That's a good point, Chase. Yeah, I'll go I'll They're go through great. and try and find some of the, yeah. the, the all-timers. Can I, I just it. say I didn't know that was coming, and uh, our producer came in and dropped the script on my lap and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? What is backbite? Like, am <laughs> I reading it? I'm so confused. So glad yes. we cleared that one up. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to hear the words and so they actually send the words so we know what, what they are. And uh, But that one was pretty clear. All right, let's go to Chris in uh, I can see how you'd be confused though. What in the yeah. world is this? Chris in Ocean City. Hi, Chris. Yeah, what's going on everybody? What's up, um, Chris? So, uh, am I the only one who feels like the, the dollar amounts being thrown around for our free agents are like out of control? Like, I understand that people like CJ. He's got a little spunk, spicy tweets, green dreadlocks, but he's also undersized, missed half the year, and thinks he's going to get $15 million a year. Like, what's wrong with seeing what his market is? Well, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. But, but, Chris, know this, man. There are teams out there that pay their quarterback a million bucks. And those are the teams that can gobble some of these guys up. But, but Chris, I think you make a good point. This Eagles front office is giving these guys, hey, go see what you can get. I think it's a wink-wink, hey, let's if it's test close, the market. Yeah. We'll figure something I out so. if we can make it work in our structure. Yeah. I, so I don't think it's, it's, it's the end of the story. You know, like these guys are – We will try to match 
or come close to it. And you got to factor in these guys don't want to move. They don't want to relocate their 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 family, their children, go to new schools, find a new house. You know, be in a new city. They they love it here. They want to win here. And that will factor into their decision making. All right, Chris, we got to quickly turn to give me a great answer for a crime movie that is not a mafia movie. You have a chance to win the Adam Sandler tickets. Dolores Claiborne. Dolores Claiborne, you got it. Let's go to, uh, you know what would have been an interesting answer? Misery could have been said today. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking about when he said that. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Let's go to Brian right now. Brian, give me a movie real fast, man. Dark Knight. Okay, you got it. Great Let's answer. go to Ron in uh, South Jersey. Ron, give me an answer for a crime movie. That is not up. Oh, this system, uh, it, don't, it don't work. Oh, no. Uh, phone system just stopped. It just cra- Oh, here he is. Ron, give me a movie. I got to back up in case it was taken. Uh, my first is The Departed. You got it, buddy. Oh, yeah, good answer. And that is, though, probably Mob, right? Isn't not exactly. Yeah, that's I mean, it kind of it kind of is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I right. think it's Mobby. It's like, yeah, different <laughs> I think so, too. All right, we got to choose between. We've got uh, those that were said by the audience today. Pulp Fiction. Boys in the Hood, Dog Day Afternoon, Reservoir Dogs, American Psycho, Heat, Wolf of Wall Street, Usual Suspects, Mystic River. Might be a poll, man. Chinatown, Seven. Eh, let's name it. I think it's Pulp Fiction or Boys in the Hood. I think it's one of those usual two suspects or and Pulp Usual Fiction Suspects. Are mine too. I think it's Usual Suspects, Boys in the Hood, or Dog Day Afternoon. Devin, what do you feel? Or Dog Day. It's a great call. Boys in the Hood. Rhea? Usual Suspects. I'm inclined for usual suspects. I'll, I'll break the tie and go. It's my favorite movie. Ever. Oh my god, usual it's so suspects. awesome! I've never seen Usual Suspects though. Oh, you should. You should. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't read it. Don't read anything yeah, about it. No. Don't like seek out nothing. Can you do that by Friday yeah. or is that next week? Uh, next week. Wait. Oh, you get the Maxwell Awards tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, congratulations. Uh, the Usual Suspects answers. Donnie. Donnie, you're going to see Adam Sandler this summer. Everyone have a wonderful rest of the day. Fortunately, unlike yesterday, I'm not ending the show with a mark of, like, we're all going to die in nuclear war someday. Mm -hmm. Unless I did just 